0: Life is a journey, and eventually, all roads come together. You're listening to Breaking Camp. Conversations focusing on our passion for the outdoors, everyday life, learning new things, and growing as people. I'm Bryce
1: Ginther. And I'm Aaron Brenneman. And this is Breaking Camp.
0: Welcome, campers, to Breaking Camp Podcast. This is Bryce and Aaron, your camp hosts. Camp hosts who don't camp
1: well we we camp just this week we didn't camp this we didn't week.
0: camp this week there you go Want to clarify that which technically um i camped what well, i i camped a week ago for one night
1: i mean i did spend a night in my camper <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i so, guess we are camp hosts that
1: camp. i guess for average for for the <laughs> typical people that think about like camping mm. we probably did Quite a bit of camping, or a reasonable amount.
0: Last weekend, um, I was, it was, I was going to go fishing on my day off, and it was the evening. And I'm like, you know, I kind of would like to go and wake up there instead Mm -hmm. of instead of go there and wake up early in the morning. To
1: go to the place,
0: yeah. And so I have a favorite spot I like to go to. It's secret, and
1: and so I don't. The listeners can't hear this, but I'm winking.
0: Yeah. It's the secret spot.
1: Okay, you don't have to say what it is, but that's I'm where not gonna at? say what it is. Okay.
0: But you can't say what it is. I ours. won't. But I've been there. Yeah, you have. Okay. Don't make me kill you.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the handshake. I so, don't know none so of that. So we of g- okay. Go so you to this went. Place. Okay. and
0: so I was like, hey, what do you what do you think if I go there and like spent the night and then fish and then I will come home like who do you, you know, ask? Midday.
1: The, the people?
0: My my person. Your person. My okay. person. Yeah. And she said, sure, go for it. So Get I did. Get out of here. Yeah, go, please. Go, you need it. You know, <laughs> hate to see you go, but love to watch you leave yeah. is what I think she said. Don't hurry back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. So I bailed. And I got there. It was like 10 o'clock. And so it was super dark when I was setting up. And um, I, I didn't bring a whole bunch of light. Oh, <laughs> which Headla- was, he- you had a headlamp. Yep, headlamp, okay. flashlights, fine. Didn't bring a lantern. Didn't couldn't oh. find the. Um, well, actually, <clears throat> the uh, uh, what do you call it? Solar lantern yeah. that I have. Okay, uh, was in Amy's car, which one of our kids had, so mm. I couldn't get it. So I'm like, what about your be- string lights? String lights are her deal. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I got them for
1: her. I got some more string lights.
0: <clears throat> oh, you did?
1: I haven't even used them yet.
0: Oh, they're pretty fun. They're just a lot
1: of work to set up they are i have never set them up i yeah no. i my part in the lights is the buying them that's and, my part and the charging them yeah i'm cool with that's that it's fine ours are sure actually charged.
0: ours don't take a charge they have to have power set up oh, but, uh, okay. so you have to have like a battery or something ours so, but, but
1: the ones that we had were only 50 feet ours it, are maybe like 50 feet yeah. This new one? Yeah, two you have a pack. spider on uh, your run. shoulder. Right Oops. side. It's okay. It's my buddy. <laughs> it's a, we're in a
0: shop. The studio is a shop and there's spiders here. Where's, I thought there was a cat to eat this in here.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um these ones are two hundred feet. It was a two pack. What? Of two hundred feet prime day deal. Oh I, I did buy a couple things on Prime Day. Do you? Oh yeah. Yeah. I love Prime Day. I so. I camped as well. It was uh I went up to Washington to my brothers in laws. And we did a little uh, dog fest.
0: Yeah, right on.
1: we had my brother has a six-year-old lab, Sedona. Okay. That's Uh, a good name. My brother's in-laws have a one-year-old, actually, like today or yesterday, lab. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kona. And then we brought River. Nine months. And? Guess who was the big dog? The big dog. Big dog. Well, River's a pretty sizable dog. He's a big dog, so he was definitely the biggest. He's the tallest. I didn't. <laughs> I see him every day, he's or mostly huge. every day, and so he's, he's like huge. he doesn't appear that big to I me. Know. I but know. But I see him next to another dog, and yep. I'm like, "Whoa, dude! Kind of a monster." He is a big dog. And so we hadn't been, we hadn't weighed him in a while, so I stopped on the way back and went into the the weigh station. <laughs> I went the weigh station. <laughs> And uh, the Mud Bay, because you can just walk right in and weigh him in and out. Yeah. And uh, last time he was 84 pounds six weeks ago. He's only 89 pounds. Gosh, dude. But he's filled out. Like, he's thick. So,
0: hold on. 89 pounds. Yeah. Uh, So, when he goes to bed, he's probably 90. (laughs) Mm -hmm. At how old?
1: 10 months. Dude.
0: 10 and a half months, I guess. That is a big dog. Big dog. I mean, if he stays in shape right yeah and he doesn't get to be like the fat lab that a lot of most labs get to yeah. and he's just healthy and well we've growing. worked out an exercise program for him yeah i'm Co- sure cora and I you've been very nice to him and taking him a lot of places and it's good which I, he needs but i like, swim him he'll go he'll go to probably at least 100 110 like that's a big dog because yeah. he's not even a year not even a
1: year oh, so we got it kind gosh. of worked out like cora takes him <clears> and she'll run him she'll hike him She'll walk him. She'll take him to the park, chuck the ball. When we hang out, I like to call those his rest days. Mm, yeah. And we just chill because to get yeah. gains, yeah. you can't always G- be gains. lifting. <laughs> you know, you got to let those yeah, you muscles rest. recover. Yeah, you have to recover. So we do that and we swim a little bit for recovery because it's low impact, you know? So, awesome. but that was fun. <laughs> so I, d- I guess I can't say I have not been camping. I mean, I was in a driveway. Yeah. Shore, shore power that was really nice hey, that's nice Ran the um, fans
0: yeah i uh i mean i i went to go fishing but i i actually didn't fish the place that i went because the water temperatures were too warm oh
1: did you go over to that other place mm-hmm.
0: the other winky place <laughs> yeah i uh i i just honestly i i paddled around the place i was the lake there and then um um, no, you guys can't write in, and no, because they're secret spots. Sorry. What Let's if they secret. write
1: in with a
0: letter? <laughs> we'll talk. But yeah, that's I I have a thermometer in my in my fishing bag, and 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 it was seventy degrees. Uh, like that's a little chilly. Like six feet down. Oh, in the this wasn't a
1: personal thermometer. This is a water thermometer. <laughs>
0: okay. And so I'm I'm that's super dangerous for trout. Yeah. And I didn't bring any bass gear or anything like that. Mm. So I literally i i made a few casts, but then I, once I took the temperature, I was
1: done. Couldn't do it. We're gonna get into this a little bit, but I saw in this Field yeah. and Stream magazine, yeah, what you can take with you to always have a lure that will catch any fish. Mm, can't wait. Yeah, yeah can't wait. Going to be good. So, so
0: anyway, I just ended up going to a nearby place that uh, wasn't too far away to drive to. We've got some breakfast. And then hmm. um went to a different place and just basically um spent the day harassing bluegill that were around. Oh, okay. And so 'cause like those are warm water fish, they don't get bothered by the temperatures that are yeah. warm. And and it was fun. But it wasn't like a, a heavy day of fishing, but it was still super fun and, and hmm. it was it was a good little getaway. But um so yeah, that was my, my thing. That's a nice and, little camp. Yeah. But I just I re- I came to a realization um this past couple weeks and it's this. Hmm. the long weeks are back. <laughs> oh, the long weeks are back like full work weeks, full schedules going, hmm. you know, a hundred miles an hour and you get to the end of your week and you're just tired. And, and hmm. I really think that our stamina over this last year has gone way down for work, mm-hmm. and um, and so man, it's definitely one of those things where you get to the end of the week and you're just going, oh, I just want to relax and and chill. <laughs> and so it just, I, f-
1: I feel it this week. I feel it right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and it's, I mean, and I will say, I am really happy in work right now, and I'm I'm loving mm. what's going on. I'm I'm having a good time, but it's full, right? Yeah, and so. Uh, a lot of what I do are conversations and you're thinking you're, you're dealing with emotions and you're dealing with all kinds of like, your brain is just Mm. churning all day long. Right. Um, and so, and I use all the words, in a day that i need to use because i'm a very much very much an extrovert mm-hmm. i need to have people time and i find that my job um does use up my people time mm. <laughs> lately and so it's just it's cool but i and you know you get home at the end of the day and you're just like Whew, it's time for dinner and bed i think
1: you know that's how my days have been like they <laughs> wake up some caffeine yeah work yeah go home go to bed yeah man wake up
0: so, I mean, I usually go to bed, and then I'm thinking, you know, I'll probably grab the iPad as I go to bed, and then I'll, I'll watch a show or something. And it doesn't even get turned on. Mm. Like, by the time I get the jammies on, brush my teeth, go over to bed, kind of get situated, fluff the pillows, okay, I'm comfy. You're out. I look over, and I'm just like, ah, I think I'm good.
1: <laughs> and the days have been getting shorter, too. I don't know if you've noticed that.
0: I still, I still
1: feel like they're long and good. Yeah. I'm golden. I know we're shorter. past the solstice. solstice yeah. But. So I was up this morning about <clears throat> 350 or so, and it didn't get light what? until about 430. Usually at about 415, you're starting to see the, the sky light up. Things I'll never We've know. We've lost like 10 minutes. So.
0: <laughs> of light.
1: I noticed this
0: morning. Yeah, that, that four is is like maybe I got to go pee, and then I'll be really annoyed. But mm. it's back to bed. Yeah.
1: No, I'm up and go. I th- I'm thinking about this. That used to be my favorite time to go to the gym. Oh, really? Back when so I you went were to a the gym, gym rat. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go early, early. I would be the first person there, have it to myself, and then it would yeah. about the time mm-hmm. people start getting there about five. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. But I've been thinking about going back to really? the gym. Really. Well. I need to recoup this investment that I've been making for the last mm. four years. Like, I've invested Wait, in the gym. You are a member of a gym? Yeah. Currently? hmm
0: Did not know that.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't go, so how would you? <laughs> Plus, they were closed for a long time. Huh. I mean, have you ever heard the phrase, throwing good money after bad? <laughs> I
0: sure have. Because
1: that's what I've been doing. But here's are you, the, I got a, you
0: locked in at a low rate and so That's just, the thing. Yeah, if I'm I'm makes locked sense. in so
1: cheap that if I were to quit I'd come back and be paying twice as much. Oh so Yeah, that's
0: all right. I just don't want to get your feet in my cord. So I'm oh, sorry.
1: But I've been there. thinking about going and here's here's my dilemma I'm facing. Mm-hmm. Is that with my COVID poundage, yes. I can't fit into any of my workout clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but the I can't buy new fat workout clothes because that's yeah. that's not good for the that's not a long term investment. Yeah, because yeah. then I get skinny and they're too big. Okay, uh, so hmm. I'm I'm thinking about maybe just doing some stuff here in the summer. Maybe doing a little more biking. Yeah, my knees are shot, so I can't really run. I mean, I could try, but it doesn't go well. Yeah, but I I did think about maybe doing some pasture naked yoga (laughs) just me and the alpacas because then i could really slim down i could tone yeah 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 tone tone. yeah and then i could just i mean maybe there's like a man version of Spanx that i could get (laughs) and then i could start to recoup this investment that i've been throwing money after for so long
0: naked alpaca yoga which is a
1: niche. Do you think that's a thing? That's like I know people do the goat, goat yoga. Yeah, goats for sure. But that would be a problem. I don't want to do it with other people. That, I can't. That
0: would no, they're not allowed. Yeah, yoga should only be done alone, in my opinion. Like that's like yeah. yeah to if you could see a re, like a like a camera like a security camera view of yourself oh. doing yoga, it would probably be horrifying.
1: There's <laughs> you a know, YouTube lady that we do. Oh yeah, and so yoga with Adrienne or or same, yeah, Yeah. Adrienne, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty good.
0: And and you know you see these people who are just like so slender, right? Yeah, and and like just fold in half, yeah. And then and then I always love it when they throw in the. Now, if you find that you can't get all the way to this pose, you can you can augment it or, you know, make it a little easier. By That's this.
1: my favorite thing about yoga. When the people say, <laughs> yeah. it's okay to say no to the body. If, you, if you're advanced, you can do this. Yeah. Or you just rest. And I'm like, all right. You you're know, like that sounds, napping. Pre- that sounds pretty good. Your, your voice is Child, really relaxing. Child's pose? Don't mind if I do.
0: We start in child's pose and then we wake up when everybody else is done. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I do. <laughs> yoga is really good for my back. So those two things, biking and yoga, are yeah. great for my back. And I've been noticing sitting at a desk sending yeah. emails all day and <laughs> is not the greatest for my back. So, so anyway, funny. to be continued, you right. might have to come back on that one. Okay.
0: I'm also on that track to get rid of that
1: COVID-19. So, so since it's we'll probably see. a little late to do a workout tonight, mm-hmm. uh, maybe we could just head to the camp cooler. All right. Let's do
0: that right now. Okay, today's camp cooler is called Whiskey. The good, the smooth, and the offensive. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Intrigued.
0: Yeah. So, today we just kind of decided, hey, let's sip a little whiskey. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, I have a couple varieties. I don't have a lot, but I have a couple right here. And Do so, you have
1: the smooth?
0: Well, it depends, because I actually... To me, I don't think I have smooth whiskey. Um, what we had just a little bit ago, we had a little taste of Buffalo Trace bourbon. Okay, so you're bourbon. Bourbon.
1: I don't know which if I'd call that smooth. I
0: don't ever consider. No. Very rarely do I consider bourbon smooth. Yeah. Um, but it is pretty good sometimes. Yeah. And um, so that's so it could be good. I don't. I think smooth whiskey would be considered, in my opinion, Canadian. whiskey. Canadian. Right. It's
1: non offensive, just like the Canadians. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's smooth. It's got a little maple thing to it. How can you hate a Canadian whiskey? Right. Yeah. It's gentle. That's right. So, constantly apologizing. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a little warm. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, no Canadian, but we've had bourbon.
0: Yeah. We had a little of the the good. Okay. We'll call call that the good, I guess. Okay. Um, because I'm considering your opinion in this as well. Well, thank you. I do appreciate that. The smooth is the Canadian, which we did not have. Okay. But then we have a little bit of the offensive, which I can't wait. I I love the offensive
1: whiskeys. I'm thinking over here. Okay. <laughs> because I had an idea. Uh-huh. I was like, you know, maybe we should sometime when we're camping or fishing or, need to, you know, Settled in for the night and not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should do like a whiskey tasting.
0: Oh, that's a good idea.
1: And then I remembered we did that
0: already. Oh, yeah, we did at the OP. (laughs) Actually, like I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. Oh, no, we did it. (laughs) Yeah, we did it. Yeah, we did that with Zach. (laughs) That was so much fun. Oh, my gosh. Because it was cool because you could take literally just a sip if you wanted. And like, you know, okay, that was enough, but I don't want more,
1: right? And it's nice to know a guy who has unlimited access to all the finest expensive yeah, he, liquors that you would never buy. Yeah, he's that kind of nice. Good friend to have. Yeah. So for, let me clarify for many reasons, not just that reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a boat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's one. <laughs> that was one too.
1: Yeah. He's well, got a beach house. It, there's that.
0: I, I, you know what? I don't know if I can. I can't verify that. It's only been told to me. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I, he has a beach house. Yeah.
1: I didn't see it for the longest time, and then I just happened to drive up the coast a while back, and I was like, "I'll check it out." <laughs> and he was there. So
0: you knock on his door, and he's like, "Aaron, yeah. you're it was like the first time." Hey,
1: it was the first time I met his wife, lady. Yeah. And he he's been with her for years, mm-hmm. and I thought she was fake.
0: Oh, you didn't believe
1: him? I didn't believe him. Ah. but i I saw pictures <laughs> and then I saw her and it was is true story it's true story they true match story. you like yeah. hold the pictures next true to story. her face yeah. mm, I guess that'll I'd actually talked to her on the phone yeah before, but I didn't believe it Which you can have an answering service you yeah. know
0: there's there's ways around that yeah
1: right you can outsource anything these <laughs> days you <laughs> yeah. know Just make it more efficient um so but, yeah. yeah okay so, so that's to... a great great guy and so, so we got what do we got here
0: Onto the offensive whiskey is Lafroig, and this is uh, a ten year. Uh, this is a Scotch whiskey, so it's it's uh, from Islay or S- Isla is the way you would say that. Scotch, Scotch, Scotch. I love Scotch. Drink it on down, yeah, down into my belly. Uh, We
1: might have drink drank something from the <clears throat> Islay region we when we were there because I remember us talking about how to say this. We did. Okay. Whoa. So, oh, oh. hey, and. Oh, I didn't smell it. Oh, it's of... like a nice little perfume when you spill a couple drops on your shirt. Yeah. You can smell that all day. Okay. All right. So So you're pouring it into some sort of a fancy glass.
0: So there. this is this is a nosing glass. And this is what we used in the OP too. Oh um, yeah.
1: Ooh. Yeah, give it give it a whiff on that. Okay. Here well, you. I'm I don't w I do not wa- I do not want to. I know you don't. But I'm going to because I got something for you to have a whiff of. Oh what? You know if like during the winter when you're Washcloth at your sink in the kitchen never really dries out. Yeah, and just starts to smell Mm mildewy. It's kind of like that. (laughs) It's
0: kind of like that. And then you want to squeeze the water out of it and drink it. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Okay.
0: Well, here we go. That's what that's that's what smells like to you.
1: It smells very mildewy. It's (sighs) okay. It's peaty. It's mossy. It's smoky. It's all those things. But it's it's offensive. I'm offended.
0: You're offended. It's
1: an offensive flavor. Yeah. This. Okay, I want you to smell I, it one more time, and okay. I'm going to say a word. I have something for you to smell. Would you like to smell that now or no, after in a minute. you try yours? In okay. a minute. Yeah. So, Band-Aids. Oh, yeah. Do you, you yeah. get it? Yeah, the, the the smell of that plasticky rubber stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah, Band-Aids. Kind of an iodine.
1: Yeah. They also say creosote. Band-Aids is a thing we should talk about sometime.
0: Oh, yeah, we should. Write that down. Yeah,
1: okay. All right. So there you go. I'm gonna bookmark that
0: band <coughs> So I'm gonna taste this though, because I know you don't even
1: want. I to. I don't. No, thank you. Like, I'm offended. You won't would even pass ask. your lips. Yeah. Right. Right. But I okay, will. Okay. So after you do that, I got something for you to smell that I think smells quite mm. similar.
0: Mm mm mm.
1: It's it's like mouthwash though. So. Yeah. Good. <sighs> hot. Spicy. It just, hot.
0: It's a little spicy and hot. Well. Okay. <sighs> wow. Wow. It's like there's a, a fire in my mouth. Not a heat fire, but like a smoky one.
1: Oh, yeah. Yum.
0: So, so this special this is a uh this is original cask strength whiskey, which means okay. is it um, handwritten on there how strong <clears throat> it is? Yep. There you go. It's, not, hand, you know it's it. not handwritten. It's but it is on here. Oh, okay. So cask strength for people that don't know what that means, it's it's the strength that comes out of the out of the
1: barrel. They don't water it down to proof
0: it. They call proofing
1: it down. Yeah. It's like a lot of the the <coughs> small batch stuff mm-hmm. is oftentimes handwritten on there because it's so small batch. It varies. Yeah, right. And this like does vary batch to batch. Okay. Um, in fact,
0: this is batch number 12, uh, it says. 12. So um, the ABV is 60.1%. Oh, my goodness. No, thank <laughs> so you. So there's your heat oh. from like the, the hot... So, which translates to 120.2 proof. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is about
1: that proof? Hmm. Like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> yeah.
0: Honestly, I have rubbing alcohol that's less than this. It's like 50-something okay. or yeah. whatever, 51 or
1: fifty. Well, that's why when we do this yeah. Arts and Crafts Day, yeah. I did make some Arts and Crafts last week and I want to talk about that. Oh. But uh, when we do craft time, yeah, we can make those little... Soda can camp stoves. Oh for yeah! Using yeah. alcohol, you can use all different f- kinds of fuel sources, and you can measure the efficiency and the burn time and the heat production. Yeah, right. Of forty, fifty, eighty, ninety, you can use rubbing alcohols. You can use Everclear's. You can mm-hmm. use. Mm. I think you can use gasoline in there too. Maybe I don't know. You can use a whole bunch of stuff, but we, I, first we got to make them.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, so, I think that'd be fun. So okay. anyway. Today, that's what I'm drinking in Camp Cooler, and awesome. yeah, it was pretty tasty. So, well,
1: before we close it out, I do want I, I want you to see if this smells similar. Uh, I
0: don't know if I'm if I want to do this. Let me let me see that. Okay, here you go. In here. here you go. You're smelling. I'm afraid to say what you're smelling.
1: You're you're smelling your 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 boot. I'm smelling my boot. My boot. And my sock I've been wearing. You're making me do this. Yeah, but do it. You got to do like side by side. You got to taste. You got to taste. You got to smell. Okay, I'm gonna go to the whiskey. Okay, whiskey there.
0: So I'm getting a lot of sweet in this right now.
1: Oh, it's unfolding.
0: It is a little bit opening up. Okay. Here we go.
1: <laughs> Wait. I'm getting a no.
0: leathery. <laughs> Have one more. One, one more, more smell. One more smell there. Okay. Oh, maybe I need to swirl the boot a little bit. Uh, waft it, waft. maybe with your hand. There you go. Okay, here we go. Boy, that smells sweaty. When I waft it, does it smell? Okay, yeah, a little sweaty. Um, kind of a kind of a tangy leather.
1: It is tangy. Yeah, yeah. I'd think I'd rather drink this <laughs> than that. <laughs> Look, the cool thing about
0: Lefroy, they have some of the funniest. Um, some of the funniest ads they say we don't make friends easily but we keep them for life or something like that okay and and they have um you can go online and find um their their ads and and like they have these youtube videos where people taste it for the first time and they record it and some of the reactions are hilarious because people are just like this is terrible like the 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 word and it's always like it's british people it's they're, they're scottish they are you know it's all that kind of european yeah. and so they have awesome accents and some of the the descriptors that they use to to talk about the taste of this whiskey is funny. Oh okay I'll, I'll so, have to check that out. Anyway, Lafroig. Are those
1: current current ads that they're yeah pretty current yeah it's kind
0: of in the last like say five years they've been doing these not vintage no it's
1: not like they're looking at a a scotch whiskey ad from a i don't know what do people read what was the thing that you do when you had to know what time something was on tv the tv guy tv click tv click yeah that's that was a small one right
0: uh no the click came in the oregonian i think the TV was guide was the small one. Oh, okay.
1: TV guide was the small one. Yeah, the bigger one. The Sunday tabs, tab Oregonian size. would yeah. have
0: the TV click. Yeah, and so you'd you would take that section out, and then you'd keep it for the week. Yeah, and you'd probably fold it to the you know the, the, the proper way. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's good stuff. Okay. So that's that's that. Well, speaking of um of uh newspapers and and you know old things, let's uh let's leave cooler, and hey, we'll get hey, into our topic hey. today. What? I
1: kind of resent that.
0: Well, you brought it up, so okay. I mean. Let's check them out.
1: All right. So I can, I can sometimes pick up a new hobby. Mm-hmm. It might be fishing. It might be hoverboarding. Um, it might be whatever, photography. That doesn't really count because that one's sustained. But I can get super sure. into it super fast. Mm-hmm. So, a few weeks ago, I ordered up some old vintage Field and Stream magazines from the 60s. Is that one from 68, 63? I, the one I have is 1968. Okay. We're starting to get into the era of uh, a little bit more current there. Some of the ones from the 63 are a little bit more vintage. I wow. think a lot happened in the 60s. There was maybe like well, a revolution. Yeah. Maybe. Revolution.
0: <laughs> you say you got a revolution.
1: <laughs> So I've been looking more and more to kind of buy some more because I've got t- 10 of those, mm-hmm. 60s. But I've been looking now for like what magazines can I get from the 50s. Yeah. And you can't buy those. I can't. That was like I just searched that, found it, bought it on eBay. Mm-hmm. You can't find them now. You can find one-offs for like 10, 20 bucks each. Wow. But you can't. I bought 10 for 25 bucks. Oh, that's good. Smoking deal. Yeah. But they've been so fun to read. Yeah. You know, because they're not like I was talking to somebody today. hmm Maybe it was you. No, I don't know who it was. I don't know where it was. I Go was, into I was it. Working. I'll tell oh. you. Yeah. We were talking about Backpacker magazine or Outside oh, yeah. magazine, it wasn't me. and I was like, you know, you get one of those magazines, <laughs> you just flip through, it, you're done in six minutes. Yeah, right. But like, you, you get did this magazine, that, yes. you could spend a good four or five hours with it. There's a lot of words in that thing. Uh, honestly, thick. did you smell it though? Oh, I have I have sm- I've been
0: smelling it for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of over smelling <laughs> <Okay>. it. Actually, <laughs>
1: that's a good smell. It smells like old books.
0: It's it's musty. It's a little like. My whiskey is to you, to me. Oh, okay. It's past I, I understand that. It's then. past the like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's a little funkier than I'd prefer my magazines to be. Yeah. Um yeah, the so I did give this a good shot. Did and, you? And and I mentioned I mentioned this these have been busy weeks. Yeah. It it was a struggle for me to find time and energy to read through it. Because it's reading. Yeah. It's not like it's you're not looking used to. at
1: pictures a lot of white space headlines it's you gotta dig in one well, and,
0: and I would say even like current magazines today they don't have any blank anything right but it's yeah. full of pictures it's full of uh, ads and the articles are a lot shorter yeah um, and so yeah
1: nobody has time to read nobody does long form anymore no it's
0: not a thing well it's crazy as you flip through this thing the now if you go all the way back to the back like mm-hmm. we've talked about a little bit already, some of the ads are hilarious. They're the little like classifieds, right? The little short, one inch by two inch kind of ads, and they're funny and just.
1: Did you read the ones on women's interests?
0: <clears throat> women's
1: interests in, of interest for women. Yeah, like the work With we sewing, yeah. and the typing, <laughs> yeah. And It's like oh, it just like
0: very very chauvinistic and yeah. true to the time. Um, but like in the in the course of the catalog, you know, you'll have a, a page of ad. And it'll have this. This is an ad. So one full page is a picture plus it bleeds. I
1: think that's an article, isn't it? No. What?
0: This is an advertisement for what? Um. Oh wait, this one isn't. It's an article. Good look on opening day, but it's like it says continue on page one hundred and seventy. Okay. But it feels like they're selling you something, right? Mm. Um. I'm trying to find a different one. Where they're literally they're writing like paragraphs, paragraphs. Oh yeah, to, to talk about their article or their, their, uh, their the product, product that they're yeah. selling. And you're going, who,
1: literally, who would do that today? Who Nobody would, would do that today. I than, did notice that that the ads are yeah. long and flowery and descriptive. Very. And that they're not like ads of today where you're they're evoking emotion to yeah. get you to buy. These are more informational. Yeah. Knowing that people will spend the time. Oh what what makes this uh station wagon different right yeah. and i'll read three paragraphs on right it. right
0: and you add, yeah it'll go into things that you're going who in their right mind would put this in an ad today you know yeah. they wouldn't ever yeah. and and so that's kind of fascinating to see the difference of ads you know of years yester years whatever and then ads of today and and how much we've learned about literally about the the brain and messaging and getting mm-hmm. your brain mm-hmm to pay attention and there are certain things that you can use to, to make your brain pay attention like to basically uh, grab its attention again and and force it to pay attention. And so I'm kind of thinking it's like ha- have have our brains changed since yes. since the middle the, the middle of the uh, what would that be 20th century? Have have our brains physically changed? That's yes. that's crazy there to
1: me. There is a one wonder- I'm I'm so
0: glad you asked. Are you talking Caroline Leaf? Are you gonna bring Carol, her? Up? I don't know. She's her. a neuroscientist. No.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She talks about well, oh, she's fascinating. Um, I can't really quote her at the moment, but uh she was at a conference that I was at, and and you can she was talking about um f- basically restructuring your brain physically through thought and through and all kinds of things. Uh, it's okay. pretty cool.
1: The book I was talking about is a book by uh Nicholas Carr. Came out in two thousand and eleven. It's called "The Shallows." Mm-hmm. What the internet is doing to our brains? Mm. Ooh, scary. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. F- I'm gonna say four and a half hammocks. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, we haven't had a hammock rating for a while. Yeah, it's good. I get it from the library get it on the Overdrive app and listen yeah. to it. It's a really good one. It's talking about how our attention is uh-huh. being, our attention span is being depleted so quickly because of technology yeah. and distraction and immediacy and all these sort of things and he does a very good job of tracing the roots of it you know going Mm -hmm. back to when he was first writing you know for example writing books on Mm -hmm. typewriter or early versions of computers like word processors yeah and how that's different than what it is like today and he explains it through story yeah it's a really good book
0: i'm trying to look at um there what was the one that i just i actually didn't get to finish it um it was like amusing ourselves to death. Oh yeah. or something. Yeah. Is that Malcolm uh-huh. Gladwell or is that somebody else?
1: No, that was a, that was a really good one too. I didn't
0: finish it. I need to. Um, but it, it's crazy. It, anyway,
1: public discourse in the age of show business, uh, Neil Postman.
0: Neil. Po- okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, so all that to say, these magazines that we're looking at are super different than we're used to. They're heavier. They're thicker. Um, And the amount of work that goes into these, you just appreciate the work that goes into it. And
1: they didn't lay those out with computers. No. They laid them out with paper and exacto knives. Yep. Yep. I remember going back to, because I went to journalism school. So I remember when I was early on in school and high school layout stuff, and we were doing that. We're laying stuff out by cutting it out and gluing it and photocopying it and making these cool little things. So that takes so much energy and... There's intention and there's time and there's totally. effort. And I think that the the result speaks for itself in yeah. terms of what it value it gives. Yeah. Whereas now today, where these are purely business interests, yeah. For a per I mean, that's making money, obviously, but it's 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 respecting its in value that's given to people in yeah. content and in information. Right. Now it's kind of like more like how can we kind of trick people we'll give into you looking at this, so thinking that, that there's buy, a yeah. bunch of stuff they need in it? But it's mostly mm-hmm. how we're psychologically persuading them to buy things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have been on a mass email list deletion lately <laughs> yeah. because I get so many emails and I don't need to buy any more stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that even if, even when things are not specifically for brands,
0: yeah, like
1: everything's trying to sell me something. It's trying to sell my attention to a cause it's trying to get me to buy something yeah and i don't need any more things <clears throat> right well
0: no we don't actually <laughs> we have plenty because we have garages full of stuff that's the thing
1: yeah you ever looked at the statistics on the uh storage capacity infrastructure in the united states shockingly no like storage units no you haven't looked at that no <laughs> you have you have noticed though. That everywhere you look, there's new storage facilities popping Absolutely. up. Absolutely.
0: Right? Well, I know people who have, I have. I'm friends with people who have invested in those.
1: Yeah, they own them. Yeah, because yeah. you look at the trend of collection and hoarding and stuff, and yeah. it's the American way, and even yeah. more. And this thing is,
0: especially in like uh, vacation resort towns, because you have people who own vacation properties. Oh, okay. And they'll rent storage units to house their seasonal toys. That they'll use. And they also want to keep their house kind of empty so that they can maybe rent it out. Mm. Um, But keep their stuff kind of safe and everything. But it's like, you know, you want to be able to have access to the garage and it's not full of everything. So they would put the seasonal toys in the garage Mm. and then everything
1: else is in storage. I always wonder what is behind the locked door at the airbnb you know the one oh, i know the one cabinet <laughs> yeah. you can't get into yeah yeah exactly the closet that just has a key on both sides you know and, yeah dude i'm with you on that one but yeah good investment i mean there's no shortage of customers in the storage business <laughs> no it's sad but it's true well, listen, okay, I. Okay, let's talk about this magazine.
0: So, I, I would love to highlight a couple of things that I thought were kind of fascinating. Okay. And that caught my attention. I appreciate
1: um, that because I kind of nagged you for a while. Have you read it? Have you looked at it? Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm busy. It is. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I, yeah, I find I'm talking about it too much. Well, with most stuff I nerd out on, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're just but, excited uh, about it. I'm excited.
0: So one that caught my, um, it's a, this would be I don't even know what you'd call this. Like it's 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 not exactly an article. It's just a like a half page if that. Um, but but it's called the the title says a ten by twenty by thirty bass boat. Ten by twenty by
1: thirty.
0: Oh, sorry, ten by twenty by three bass
1: boat. By three. Mm-hmm. That's a skinny bass boat.
0: Ten
1: by twenty
0: by three. Oh, by three d So. Inaccessible waters hold a few problems for the fisherman with a ten, f- hold few problems. Sorry for the fisherman with ten a ten by twenty by three boat. That is, if he is after the largest bass in backwaters. Jim um, Schwedlin, Schwedlin. That's a great name. Jim Schwedlin, uh, Educational officer for Dartmouth Outing Club, which sounds super fascinating. Uh, first saw the ten by twenty by three used on this body of water. Blah blah blah. Basically, um, he, I'll, I'll skip down here. It says, Thus was born the 10 by 20 by 3 boat, which gets its name, ready for this? Okay. From the 10 by 20 bus tire tube and a number three wash tub <laughs> <laughs> held, together with, held together with a board tied to the tub handles and has an optional sponge rubber seat. <laughs> Oh wow. So imagine an inner tube with a galvanized wash tub shoved into the middle of it and it, and then they 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 strap a board to the to the handles to give you something to sit on. But your feet are <laughs> <laughs> your feet are dangling into this wash tub. So it's wow. like it's like a float tube. It's like the precursor to the float tube. Oh, that's kind of cool. But the guys just sitting there on a on an inner tube and um says it says uh the boat is easily uh, carried or it can be rolled. A two foot paddle is tucked under the seat for carrying. And as a car top boat, the 10 by 20 by 3 is a pardon us or is pardon us tops. Um, the boat is somewhat tricky to get into, <laughs> but underway, it handles easily. <laughs> it. Does it have a picture? Yeah. Yeah. So you got this guy, and he's sitting there, uh, he's rolling it. And oh, that's and then it shows him sitting on it, and he's holding his fishing rod in his right hand, and with his left hand he's really awkwardly paddling the the thing around. <laughs> but you're just like, how how oh, vi- how do you have, get yeah. anywhere? Right? You need a rod
1: holder. <laughs> it's so funny, dude.
0: Oh man, I love it. It's so funny. So, anyway, I just thought it was hilarious, and it caught my attention. So
1: that's funny. I was reading one in somewhere. Uh, w- One of these, Um, I can't remember which one it was, but it was about this guy who went over, who was like, he was going to get famous, rich and famous by going over all these falls. His goal was to go over Niagara Falls. He mm-hmm. never made it, mm-hmm. but he went over the Willamette Falls. He went over all these like almost 200 foot falls. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do, he sold rights to a movie, to Fox. Mm-hmm. There was some um, discrepancy over whether he actually did it, but he was in these boats that looked like like barrels or what. It almost looked like a little like a fat kind of bullet shaped thing. Yeah. Where he had a hat a l- hatch sort of thing and he would get into it. And then inside, he was wrapped in truck inner tube tires <laughs> inflated <laughs> <coughs> to
0: survive the
1: fall. To go over the falls. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And he kept going over them and uh he ended up he wanted to get rich and famous, but nobody would everybody would avoid the gates and not pay because he was going over these public areas. Yeah. And then he just finally Resigned and and lived out a quiet life in Oregon. That is hilarious. That was good. I saw one in there too. There was an ad uh-huh. where you can buy, and it's not in this one. It must have been in a 1963 one. You could buy a little certain type of miniature monkey, like a lap monkey,
0: <laughs> like a spider monkey. Or Maybe what was that's it? what
1: it was. Yeah, it was small. That's it was just like funny. it was like a pet monkey. Like I'm. I'm you can buy a some monkey. some of the weirdest stuff in there. Did you notice how many people want to sell you worms to go fishing in the back of that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, who are all these... Do, did they not have stores back then?
0: Yeah, it is kind of crazy how how they... I don't know what was advertised, I guess, you know, and the, the different variety or whatever. But it's funny because, like, anymore, um, you don't see ads for tobacco anymore oh yeah and that's what was it stood out to me like there were a ton of did
1: they stand out because the guys look so cool
0: <laughs> yeah they always make them look well but i think even like when i think of like those like the marlboro man and all that i think of like the like the 80s like the early 80s yeah. kind of early to mid but like this one is just like a very bland picture of like a little tree and a box and a pipe. And it says what beats the aroma of great autumn day in the woods, nothing but a pipe full of field and stream comes mighty close, Hmm. you know? So it's like, um, you know, it's just like these little one liners, you know, that they're, you know, grabbing you with or whatever. But, but it's like, There, there's more, uh, like, pipes and cigars were, like, the thing in these magazines,
1: in this one specifically. Yeah. I think I saw one, and I I can't remember exactly which president it was, but I want to think that it was Herbert Hoover. Uh He had his own brand of pipe tobacco. What? No way. I did not
0: know that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just, I I don't know. It's everything. This is a uh, just... It takes you back, you know, not that I I wasn't alive in the sixties, but, um, but I remember things that were from the sixties when I was a little kid and they didn't seem that old. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so that's where you can, you can totally remember this stuff. Um, and there was one other, one other thing I was going to talk about. What was it? Oh, you were talking earlier about uh, I think it was the episode before where these articles are. You called it long form.
1: Long form, yeah.
0: And one of the articles I was reading, I it asks you to skip ahead a few pages
1: twice. Oh, because you jump, yeah, you jump to page twenty-seven.
0: Yeah. Please turn to page, you know, twenty-seven. Yeah, continued then, on then page eighty-three. Going, conti- and you're yeah. going how many times? How long is this article? And, and, you know, the, and
1: that's part of the joys. You don't know, <laughs> yeah. you don't know if it's, is this going to go six more jumps? It's like
0: choose your own adventure. Right. Mm. And, um, so that was kind of, kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was just a, co- it's a cool read. And I did, I did peruse the article how to make or how to take uh, fish pictures like a pro. And the funny thing was there wasn't a lot of information it was laughable, like their their tips on like how to take these pictures. They were yeah. talking about lens types and all these kinds of things. Okay. Instead of like now, you there are tricks of how you would position a fish to yeah, make you it seem hold bigger. Hold it as close to the camera as you can. Yeah, there's the long arm, but then there's also like a technique where you where you hold it kind of quartering toward the camera, right? So the head's pointed toward the camera, mm-hmm. but then the tail is higher than the head. And that makes the fish look bigger and longer and everything. We learned this from a guide I went with a while back. Okay. And and so it's interesting. And, and there was one that there was I, – I, you have the magazine right now. But it was talking about, like, taking a picture of the actual fish, like a, like a snapshot in time to show, like, the beauty of the fish, right? Well, the picture is literally a picture of a fish curled up in a net.
1: <laughs> there was a lot of those. I'm like,
0: how is this – how is this capturing the majestic nature of this animal? You're, you, it's trapped in a well, net. Well, <laughs> I mean,
1: to be fair, the guy had to get his tripod. Exactly. He had to set up. He had to manually focus the scene. Oh
0: my gosh. And of course, like in those days, like catch and release was was hardly the norm. And 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 so
1: catch and release, so you can catch it again bigger,
0: right? Or just continue to like let the fishery, you know, manage the fishery and let it yeah. be around, right? And so, oh my gosh, uh, that those are when you hear stories of the old guys. Wow, oh, we used to you know catch you know fifty fish a day, and and you're going, oh well, that's why we don't have a bunch, <laughs> and we've had to manage it so carefully. Yeah, but oh my gosh, so cool, such a fun magazine.
1: Did you do you remember Norm Thompson? of Portland. Mhm. So it closed in 2016, but it's like a outfitter. I actually clothes, didn't know that. Yeah. Closed sort of place. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like a LL Bean, but yeah. it's a Portland version. So they have an ad in here for Norm Thompson of Portland with uh they're selling Lee Wolf's new dry flies.
0: Oh, Lee Wolf, yeah.
1: And so you can you can send 50 cents and you can get the 1968 Angler's Guide from Norm Thompson. Wow. But the crazy. thing about it is with all of these ads, yeah. I thought that they had phones in 1968. Which they did. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, wait. I think we decided they did. Because you can get a camp phone.
0: <laughs> yeah. that phone. Okay. So talk about that advertisement. Okay. Because that.
1: none of these ads have phone numbers. Everything is send, send yeah. a letter yeah. and request a catalog. So yeah. they have all sorts of, they're not resorts. I don't know what you call them, like outfitters and guide services. Yeah. And so nowadays you go on the internet or you go to the sportsman show and everybody's there, you know, and you yeah. determine where you're going to go. Am I going to Montana? Am I going to Alaska? Yeah. But back then you'd have to look in these, at these magazines and see all of these sorts of safaris. Yeah. You know, in Mozambique, you're looking at, uh, things in Canada, a lot in Canada. I didn't know the, mm-hmm. the great, the great white North. Is that okay. what they call
0: Canada? Northern territories? Up sure. There?
1: Fish Argentina. Ooh,
0: I'm, that's on my bucket You're list. You're in, yeah. But
1: I wanted to see if you, did you see this deal, this heck of a deal? I mean, you've been buying some land li- lately, right? <laughs> I mean, you've been, you've been buying some dirt. Sure. Okay. Well, this is it. Uh, I don't know what you paid. We haven't talked about that specifically. Don't you don't feel like you, you mean need to this place that I own right now? It. Yeah. This okay. This dirt. Okay. This plot of dirt, right? This, you got yeah, some dirt. This property. Well, yeah. there's a there's a, some. Some land offers that you can buy in here. I oh. wanted to see maybe how they compare. You can tell me, is it more expensive okay. or is it less? All right, yeah, yeah. 40 timbered acres okay. in Washington, Idaho, or Montana.
0: Either one, or either, all you'd, three. You'd take Whatever. all of them. You'd well, at
1: this price, thing. you could buy all three. <laughs> mm-hmm. $50 down, $25 a month. Just, Just write a letter, and it's a total price of sixteen fifty. for 40 timbered acres in Washington, Idaho, or Montana. Wow. Here's another one. Yeah. Uh, Own a trout stream in Montana forest. I did see some of those. That sounds nice, right? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Own the stream.
1: Unspoiled forested land where you can catch the limit from your own mountain trout stream. I mean, let's be real. It's God's water. Like you, you can't own. You can't own. Can God's I also water.
0: point out, catch yeah. the limit, meaning we're going to keep these suckers, right? As many as you
1: want. Yeah, we catch.
0: Well, they do say limit at least, but it's like the point of fishing then oh. was to catch a limit of
1: catch fish. Lim- but it's your stream. It's your stream, man. So you can catch all you want. <laughs> but watch leisurely from your doorstep as large elk and deer cross your land, mm-hmm. hunt fish, relax in the quiet splendor of the big country. Yeah. That this seems to be the common price back then. Little as fifty dollars down, twenty-five dollars per month, seven hundred to two thousand dollars for ten to forty acres. Gosh, with the tr- with a trout stream in Montana, man, that so is insane. There was one that I saw that was. But apparently back then i don't know how homesteading works you know that was a thing right the uh, what, in the 60s what, what was it when the government just gave you land and said go uh, go west young man it was a while back okay. that was before that 60s. was the 60s <laughs> well apparently the government must have had a bunch of land that people mm. didn't take yeah right so they're like we got to get them out there we got to get a building we got to create mm-hmm. an economy we got trains now mm-hmm. we got to build a tax base Right, right. We need some tax money. So they're like, "We're going to sell this land. You could buy it for one to two dollars per acre, yeah, through the mail only, for only your signature." Jeez, there's man. no background check. You don't have to fax in any forms. There's no fax back then. Mm. You don't have to go down, like go down to the local bank. Mm-hmm. You probably have to wear a suit for that <laughs> back in the old West days. But these days, no, none of that. We got modern conveniences. Right. As a mail, right. Just mail it up. Dude, so. that's
0: awesome. Man, those, I mean. I feel like we missed out.
1: We, <laughs> yeah.
0: oh man, when you it know, was when it was so easy to buy uh, a piece of land, that's nuts.
1: You remember the classic movies like uh, what was it? Back to the Future. I was just going to mention that. Or maybe even like Hot Tub Time Machine.
0: I didn't see that one. <laughs> well,
1: it's about what you think it was about. Sounds like, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, they go back in time, and they come up with this these ways to make money. Like Biff mm-hmm. does some sports gambling, on, gets yeah. the sports almanac. And, yeah. In uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, Lou, one of the characters, mm-hmm. creates Google, but instead he calls it Lugal. Lugal. And so then in modern day, when they come back from the time machine, he's like mega billionaire. <laughs> but I would think if I had a time machine... Maybe I'd go back and sign up for some of this land through the mail.
0: Flying under the radar.
1: With just my signature.
0: Yeah. All we did was just sign a bunch of things. Yeah.
1: So then you get into the future and you're like, oh, man, I got a (laughs) 400-acre plot here. (laughs) Eh, 2,500 bucks. It's worth what now? (laughs) 7 million. (laughs) 7 million dollars. 7 million dollars. And then I got got this resort. You can buy resorts in here. Some of these are like your own private lake. 17 cabins bunkhouse yeah lodge yeah there's an article $62, in
0: that magazine talking about how easy it is to you know buy your own uh, f- like kind of fishing uh, and hunting get you know getaway and own la- owning land and it's basically it's it, there's some it, I think it's talking about what you're saying it's like it's got to be through the government or something but it's saying oh yeah you just and you're digging your own ponds and your and your Creating your own reserve, Mm. you know.
1: It really speaks to, like, not only what the dream was back then, Mm -hmm. but, like, what dream was feasible and achievable. Right. Right? You know, like, you could go remote and live the sportsman's lifestyle. Well, what's interesting,
0: too, is that that was the era when, uh, you know, people would buy a house... And they would live in that house for thirty years, mm-hmm. and the house would be, you know, fifteen to sixteen hundred square feet. It'd have three bedrooms. You would have two to five kids. They'd share rooms, you know, obviously, and and that was just the norm, you know, uh, and 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 it's just that I actually do appreciate that approach to life where it's like, why does it need to be the bigger the better, you know, uh, you know, the as big of a house as you can get, mm. right? You know, which there's nothing wrong with having a big house. But but just the like housing has gotten so like a twelve thousand
1: square foot house. That's <laughs> reasonable.
0: <laughs> well I mean anymore. It's like I literally hear people say that are that are, you know, have young families or starting a family and they're looking at houses, and or or they're or they're moving from the first house to the second, and they're they're using phrases like, "Well, I mean, it's only, you know, thirty-two hundred square feet," oh. and you're going, "What do you mean only?" Right? And how much space do you actually need for yeah. a family? You know, and 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 granted, I probably have a different, a very different perspective on this kind of stuff, but. But it's like, no, there's a difference between wanting and, and having and something that's nice, you know, that's good to have or nice to have. But then what you need, we just don't like we, we have these, you know, massive houses, but then we get fascinated with living in vans. You mm, know? Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Like, yeah. how how is this a thing that we can actually see two people live in a van and and sustain themselves? Not yeah. that that's what I would really want to do long term but like it's possible and then there's another end of the spectrum that's like now probably shooting for like mm, between 3
1: and four thousand square feet that's crazy i would rather much rather have the tiniest house mm-hmm. with more outdoor space mm-hmm. than a big house yeah eight feet from your neighbor's house that's exactly what we did when we moved
0: here yeah, yeah. my my neighbor was 19 feet away Um, and that was, I mean, we lived in a a tract home neighborhood where there was like four floor plans and it was a great place to raise kids. It was safe. You probably
1: felt some pressure to edge.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) A little bit. There's no
1: leaving your trash can out for two nights there.
0: No. It's like, oh, somebody's got their car parked on the street too long or whatever, right? Yeah that kind of a place but it but it was nice in the fact that it was safe for the kids it mm-hmm. was close to a park it, it, good was, schools. it was good schools it was it was a great place to live uh things were clean and nice and you know part of that is because of the neighborhood rules and everything that's mm-hmm. fine but but eventually we're just like you know this isn't what we uh, really thought it was going to be you know and and we were ready for a little space a little a little dirt and we were willing to trade that and have smaller square footage for exactly what you said—a little yeah. more outdoor space. Yeah. Um, for a less fancy house, and it's like we love where we live. It's like—is the house fancy? Not really, but but it's plenty, right? Yeah. And um, and so yeah, it's just a trade-off.
1: Yeah, yeah. You also probably, I would imagine that you were uh all right being around and near your family. Like that's enjoyable and pleasant to you. You right. probably need more house and living space and a a bonus room and a, a TV room and areas to be apart if like your family kind of drives you nuts. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I I'm just know. I'm, I'm never, just guessing. I've never thought about it
0: that way. <laughs> well, that's one way to think about it, right? Yeah.
1: You know, you're stressed yeah. out. You go work all day, make all the money, buy the house. Yeah, go play your Xbox. And then you don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear. Don't I? I already gave you my allowance. Your allowance, right? No, we didn't do that. No, I, I failed in that category. I, I don't believe in do allowances. I, I don't know. That's just not my thing? Allowances. Let's let's circle that back. So let me cover two more mm-hmm. classified ads here. Mm-hmm. Um, of interest to women. Okay. Do we have to like put a, like, a disclaimer on this episode? I didn't put a disclaimer on the other one where I talked about the the, the ad that I read. Can you guess the title? Chad didn't. I mean, do you Chad remember that didn't, one? No. I don't remember. About the dog kennel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have put a disclaimer on that one. <laughs> I should have. One. So, of interest to women, there's a bunch of, jo- bunch of jobs you can do. You can type manuscripts at home, you can raise rabbits. Uh, huh. you can do sewing hmm. yeah. all of these things for men there's a uh, there's only one thing in there which is which is uh you can get a a, a booklet about wills interesting yeah learn to learn to write wills uh uh-huh. huh so here we go so this is the last one from the classifieds let's see here all right the only have you you've heard the saying like if it's too good to be true probably, <laughs> probably is, right? Yeah. Well listen to this one. You read this and you say, "Honey, we should do this," right? The only no-risk land purchase plan in America. 10-year money-back guarantee on any vacation, retirement, or investment home site in Boiling Spring Lakes, the multi-million dollar 14,000-acre development on the California coast. All facilities, electricity, roads, motel, golf course, country club, already in. All okay. that stuff's already in. Private ocean beach, 50 freshwater lakes, one-third of an acre home sites. Jeez. As low as? How much would you think those cost? Those homes? There's no homes. They're just uh, land they're for just, you
0: to build your home. And it's a third of an acre? Third of an acre home sites. Oh, 50 grand. No, it can't be.
1: $495. Oh, my gosh i mean we we almost spent that much money buying some stuff to record this podcast, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, really, oh man, I mean that's I think that's the crazy part about you know just obviously inflation and then things change over time, right? sure, there yeah. is that, but even proportionately to to that we are we're beyond that, I believe that that's it's, oh yeah
1: it, it's way beyond as I was watching this thing the other day, this is a lady in Hawaii who was saying like please consider not moving to Hawaii. She was kind of making a plea, and I don't know if she was a mm-hmm. TikToker or YouTube, but it kind of went viral, and then yeah. it was a news story. But she was saying, she was comparing the price <clears throat> of a home yeah. when her grandmother built the home in 1955, mm-hmm. or what she paid for it in 1955, right. Right. to the average income yes. in 1955. Yes. And then she looked at the price value of the home today yeah, and the average income today. So the house she bought... For fit, let's say, I can't remember the exact numbers, but this is a ballpark $55,000. Okay. In whatever, 1955 or 1960. The average income was like $20,000 per year or $25,000 per year, or something. I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what it was, but I mean, almost something that some people try and get by on today, you know? Mm-hmm. The home was worth $1.8 million. The, wow. The average median income had increased ten thousand dollars are you serious so i was looking at you know like this is why yeah people can't afford uh, if you love hawaii and you love the culture of hawaii you might want to consider what you're doing to hawaii mm-hmm. because if you keep making it inaccessible for people to remain there yeah right the culture will be gone right right yeah because only like rich people can move in yeah yeah
0: that's interesting so yeah
1: Huh. I don't, I don't know. The, I don't have any answers for it.
0: it. I know. Well, and it, I think that's just one of those things where you do get into this, into this uh, frame of, of mind where when you read a magazine from this far back and you just think, wow, how times have changed. Mm. Right. And it's, it's not like you're trying to say, oh, you know, woe is me, it's doomsday, whatever, yeah. but it's just fascinating. So it's not
1: know. nostalgia because we have not experienced it. Right, you know, it's like right. this. Uh, I don't even know. It's, it's this yearning, yeah, right, for a, a yesteryear that was mm-hmm. that will never be again. Right, right, you
0: know. Well, and then that makes me think. Well, what's the next thing, right? Because there is going to be a next thing. So, like it was, so YouTube, TikTok, is that what you mean? Mm,
1: no, I am just, I am just thinking. I don't know. I am just. W- I'm just like, where should I put my money? What should I invest in? What's the next thing? are you talking about a different next thing?
0: I guess it's kind of, yeah, I guess so. I mean, um, I guess what's going to be the next thing that we look back? This, what is that? How many years are we down the the road from 68? Um, Almost 60, almost 60 years or 60 years. No, not quite. 50-ish. 50 50-ish years.
1: 68, yeah, 55 years, right?
0: 53 yeah. 53 years. So getting there, though. Yeah. And in in another 55 years, what are we going to look back at and just go, wow, can you believe X, right? That that this was what this reality was, mm. you know? And Oh, yeah. Um, and this is the way they communicated. This, I think
1: people are going to kind of be looking back at things like, oh, can you believe that people used to be able to live on that planet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and Did I, you see the ocean is on fire? And I th- I, Did and you see, see that? And see, that's the thing. Did a thing? Yeah.
0: Is this a thing? The ocean is literally on fire. But it's not the ocean on fire. No, it is. It's stuff
1: inside well, the ocean. Th- it's the, the, <laughs> the spill from the gas line yeah, yeah, yeah. that is burning the within the ocean. Right. I thought it was really funny because they're like there with tanker boats spraying water onto <laughs> the fire that is surrounded ah, by water. Ah. Gotta look busy. Yeah, well, gotta look busy. Yeah, we're, we're we got a good government contract here. We got we got to do something. <laughs> yeah, well, I I just okay, I I'm think sorry, that it's go, too easy yeah.
0: though. It's too easy to get carried away and be like, we're gonna be flying in cars in twenty years, like the Jetsons. You know? It's just that's so ridiculous, right? Even when we were kids and they did talk about flying cars in the future, you're just like, huh. No. How do they not all run into each other? Yeah, it's just it's it's ridiculous, right? Like and and it's so funny cuz now like when movies were made uh that were after to like or before today's time that took place and they were so futuristic and all these things were going to be possible, you know. We're we're still trying to figure out automated car driving, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And and it's still Severely flawed, real that it's not mainstream and all this, yeah. all this kind of stuff, right? And and I'm kind of comforted by that because it's like, look, we don't want to get to the point where life is effortless and we're just floating around or we're, f- you know, food comes from the Jetsons pills, you know, like when it used to come out on the conveyor belt yeah. <laughs> and, and it was like boop and then all of a sudden it was breakfast. It's like you don't want that. <laughs> it's just not. It's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, but anyway. I don't know. I I think though the but when we when we get into this kind of conversation, how much is it gonna change, right? Because it's changed a ton since yeah. nineteen sixty eight. Um but I also feel like there are enough things that are I'll just say similar, similar okay. enough to be called the same as is in nineteen sixty eight. And that's refreshing to me, is that mm-hmm. you can still have an experience today that you could have had in 1968,
1: right? You can still experience that. You can recreate... Like a lot of these, they'll have like trips and they'll have ways to get outside with your family for cheap and like you could do the same sort of stuff. Right. It might cost
0: different, sure, obviously. But you can still experience the same kinds of things. And that, to me, that is like, okay, we're still connected to like what
1: humanity is right Mm -hmm. and so
0: that's kind of comforting to me
1: anyway yeah and in these a lot of this stuff is so new for the time for the era like of the automobile Mm -hmm. and the campers and the trailers and the boats And the uh, the outboard motors that are on it. Yeah. That all of a sudden, I mean, we look at it as like nostalgia for simplicity. Right. Super innovative at the time. And right. new to those people. Right. You know, they're coming out of that post-war sort of era. Yeah. Of everything is changing and innovation. Yeah. And accessible and everyone has tons of money, you know.
0: Well, and they were probably still driving, you know, these are these new cars in 1968, right, that are getting advertised. mm mm-hmm. There was a Ford truck ad in there. But that's the new truck. It's like just like what we would see in the new the new trucks now. They're so futuristic and like amazing and crazy. Yeah. Um. And and they're seventy thousand dollars for a truck or whatever. And yeah, there's one right there. And and so it's like, but they would still be driving the hundred dollar pickup truck, right? Or the fifty dollar mm-hmm. pickup truck that mm-hmm. they that they bought or whatever. Because because you could still do that then.
1: Sure. They didn't. They had the functional one. Yeah. I need the
0: new one. Like this works fine. Why would I need this one? And I right? think that
1: also speaks to some of the, the text that we're talking about in the description of these ads. Right. They're not selling on an emotional appeal that leads someone to say, oh, I got to have that. Like they're talking function. Yeah. And people are like, well, what I have is perfectly functional. That might be nice, but yeah. I don't need it I think in the, that way.
0: I think the words in the Ford ad were, if I remember correctly, were uh, works like a truck, rides like a car. And oh, s- and I thought that was kind of interesting, and yeah. and um, I need that truck. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I would say false, false advertising. I've yeah. ridden in those trucks. Um, the trucks of today, uh, I would say, a little closer to that. More yeah. like, more like rides like a car can do some stuff like a truck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, the new trucks of today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, what are you going to do with a four-foot bed?
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like you have, you have, you know. Ten feet of cab <laughs> for all your family, yeah. but you have like four and a half feet of of, of bed, you yeah. know, to put stuff in.
1: Yeah, it's pretty funny. This one, this this truck is pretty neat. This sixty eight Job Tamer truck from Chevy, like you would see this at a Meekum auction for yeah one hundred and seventy five thousand right. dollars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. And it yeah. costs. Six thousand. Six thousand bucks. Yeah.
0: So uh, I wish it I wish I, I could I could go back with today's money and buy trucks back then.
1: Well maybe if we discover maybe we can
0: discover like the uh
1: near time uh, machine. Kayak time machine. <gasps> Hi hammock. The, Hammock time Hammock machine. Hammock time machine. Or the tent time machine. Ooh, you go ooh. into the tent, yeah. and you come out the other side of the yeah. little area, yeah. the little entrance thing. It's like Harry Potter. And it's a different time. Lion, mean, the I, Witch, I, in the Wardrobe. Yeah, I've, I know that one. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't read no Harry Potter, though. Oh, you need to come out You know, with. if I had a nickel for everybody who said I need to read well, Well, first you need to get Harry an
0: imagination. Potter. Then you need to read Harry Potter. So you need...
1: yeah. I would say <laughs> my imagination is quite vivid. It's vivid in a realistic way, yeah, of people and experiences and psychology and humanity. Mm. I don't do like wizards and zombies and that sort of stuff, <laughs> like tr- yeah. Trash Can Man or like the Gold, yeah, the Gold Guy. What was that from? I don't Star know. Trek or something? I never watched Star Two. R2. What
0: you didn't see Star Wars? Never seen Still. it. Still, I think we've talked about. You this guys, too. I'm well, sorry. I, I, I just mean, apologize to all of our listener base right now. That's just enough. Ignore what he's saying right now. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> we didn't even get to the
1: other brand new box of magazines that brought you a whole archive of <clears throat> Sam and Trot Steelheader. So they m- say
0: to have. They say to have too much information and not enough time, and that's okay. They, I think they say that. Not enough Somewhere. time, too much information. Yeah, yeah. That's how have at. more content than time, you oh, know, and that yeah. way you've got it, right? Yeah, we could
1: just put it in the queue.
0: Yeah, just load it up later. All right, well, hey, cool. this was good. Thanks for listening, you guys. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, but really what we would love to do is ask you to uh, share this with a friend. We we would love to have other people listening if you think that they would be interested in this. Uh, we love having fun with you guys. Give us a call, 503-427-8743. Most importantly, Aaron, what are they
1: going to do? Check us out on Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Get outside and have some fun. (laughs)